It's in the game. Hey, welcome to a new edition of It's in the Game here on the Cruise Control Podcast. I am Randy Cruz. You can follow me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R-A-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z. And I'm joined by, as always, Mr. Denicio Shoots. He's on Twitter at Denicio Shoots. Denicio, my man, how you doing? That's what it is, Randy. Thanks for having me back. You know, I always enjoy speaking to you about the NBA. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to unleash. All right, man. So, you know, we're both big-time basketball fans, big-time basketball historians. And yeah. uh, today, which is March 28th, um, a lot of things happened when it came to March 28th and, and Michael Jordan back in the day. So I want to I touch up on a couple anniversaries we got going on. Um, and, I, and it's quite possibly that we both seen these games when we were younger and, and and as time went by, but Michael Jordan scored 69, his uh, career high, 69 today, 28 years ago, March 28th, 1990, against, uh, I guess, his favorite team, the Cleveland Cavaliers. And also on March 28th, 1995, which is probably the more infamous game, the double nickel game against the Knicks at Madison Square Garden, Jordan uh, it was his fifth game back from retirement in 95, and he walked into the garden and dropped 55, the double nickel game, and um, two of Michael Jordan's greatest games ever. So, let's start off with 69. Do you remember it? Have you seen it in, in a long time? Or is it kind of a game where when you mention Michael Jordan, we know 55 double nickel, but when you mention Michael, that's the first game you 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 think about, which is 69. Yeah, the 69, I I really wasn't. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen highlights from the 69 uh, point game. And he was playing against these at the Cavaliers, correct? Yes, sir. So I'm assuming that this is the Mark Price, Craig Elo, uh, Brad Larry Doherty, Nance, yeah. Brad Doherty, Gerald. No, no, Gerald, no, Gerald Wilkes was on it. No, not um, yet. Yeah. Well, listen, <clears throat> quite frankly, I think Jordan scored a little low in Cleveland. I think, <laughs> I mean, if Craig Elo was guarding you, you should have dropped at least 150. Oh, uh, <laughs> I mean, Craig Elo could play some defense, man. And, and they, they, they only won by four points, so. Sweet. Well, yeah, they needed every single, right. And that, those are the games I like, you know, kind of when people you know, bring up large scoring games and we bring up Kobe's, you know, Kobe's game. And I'm like, they needed every single point of Kobe's game to win. They needed every point. So the same thing with Jordan at the time. They only, you said they won by four? Let me break it down to you, man. They won by four. Michael Jordan had 69, 18 rebounds, six, six assists and four steals, one block. Um, twenty. Please, please tell me the next. Please tell me the next person on Chicago at least scored twenty. Sixteen. Horace Grant. Scotty Pippen. Scotty had seven, eight. Wow. Scotty had seven points, eight rebounds, seven assists, five steals. So typical Scotty yeah, that, line. That's, yeah, that's typical Scotty. Yeah. Um, uh, on the Cavaliers side, Mark Price, thirty-one. Craig Elo, Easy. 26. Oh, Craig. 
You know, so I mean, I mean, I mean it's not sixty nine, but you know. no, it's not. But you know, well, Randy, Randy, let's 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 take it back a bit. Now, what what kind of conversations are we having when the game is over? You're Cleveland. You lost by four. You come into the locker room and you all sit down. Like, are we all looking at Craig Elo's locker? Like, yo, what was going on, fam? Like, the dude scored sixty nine on you. Like, what what kind of defense do you? Like, do you say, oh, I was hurt? Like, oh, I, I really wasn't trying to play defense today? Like, what do you say when someone says, why did someone score 69 points on you? So, hey, hey man, I, I just feel like people like Craig Elo and John Starks, they just never had the greatest amount of luck. When it came to Garden Michael, regular season playoffs, it, it, it didn't matter. We've seen Jordan hit a game-winning uh, playoff-ending series shot on Craig Elo. We've seen the Bulls eliminate the Cavaliers from the playoffs uh, on more than one occasion. And I don't know. Maybe Jordan just said, hey, I, I'm feeling it. This guy can't guard me. Uh, you know, decent, nice guy. But when I'm on the court, it's uh, you Craig, know, every man for himself. Craig Elo wakes up still to this day in cold sweats from what Jordan did to him. I know for a fact I've had the Lord. I mean, when I. You know, in my college days, the the highest point total someone ever scored on me was maybe 28, 29. And he was working for everything. I'm not, nothing was easy. He was working for everything. Mm -hmm. But I was mad when he scored 29. I don't know what I would be if he scored 16. <laughs> 69 a lot. I'm fouling bro. out. No, no, I'm fouling out. Like, I'm fouling out. Like, you're not allowing me to stay on the court to witness this buffoonery. I'm going to use all six of my fouls. Right. And I'm and I'm out of here. Like, I tried. Someone else take someone step up. And that's another thing, too. It just seemed like, well, back in the day, you could you could wrestle everybody. So no, they were fouling Jordan. It just didn't matter. 69 is still a lot, bro. I, I don't care who you are. To, to, and he, to, wasn't, he wasn't shooting threes like that either. I'm sure he wasn't shooting threes like that either. Uh, I'm, looking at the, I'm looking at the box score. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he shot more than five threes. He shot six. He made two. <laughs> and he, took, uh, he was 23 for 37 overall. <laughs> that's Michael, man. That's, that's probably Michael. 69 and only took, two, only took six threes. Only took... He took six. No, he, he attempted six threes, but only made two. Correct. And he was twenty-one for twenty-three from the foul line. Dogs. Dogs. You would never hear of that today because everybody would probably just stay behind the three-point line. If, if Jordan had a three-point shot, he would have scored at least one twenty uh, by himself. If he if he would have made the four three the other four threes he missed as twelve, he he would have had eighty-one. <laughs> Give or take, and and the two free throws he missed, he could have had eighty three. Dogs, dogs, and I, and and that was light work, light work prime nineteen ninety. Uh, Jordan the the year before they won the 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 finals. So it, you know you know they people knew Jordan could score. It just could could he win. Uh, could win, you know, big games and championships, and he was always right there against the Pistons. And but you know, you know, the year, the years after that, that's that's when Michael just really destroyed and said, you know what, I, I really don't care what's going on. 
I'm here to win a chip. And I'm tired of the Cavaliers in my way. I'm tired of the Pistons being in my way, the Lakers, whoever it is. Uh, we finally saw Jordan come full circle the year prior. But scoring 69, 28 years ago today, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. It's on YouTube and everything, so I'm probably going to check it out. Um, Randy, tell the audience tell the audience uh, what I told you when you uh, sent me a note mm-hmm. that said, uh, you know, it's the anniversary of the double nickel game. Tell the audience what I told you on the text message. You said RIP John Starks. <laughs> and and now, now was, that was another game where, again, now we, now we transition to the double nickel anniversary 20, 23 years ago today. And, and, and Dennis, I, I remember that. Uh, I was about 12, 12 years old, 12, 13 years old, and the whole hoopla, Michael's back, and before that, Michael retired, he missed a year and a half, Chicago was uh, a, a, a still to this day, a bullshit foul call away from getting to the Eastern Conference Finals the year prior in 94, still don't believe Scotty fouled Hubert Davis, but... That's a whole different show for a different day, but um, you, I agree you, completely with you and your assessment. I've watched the replay uh, at least eight times, and and, uh, and come on, man, you you're not calling that in game. What game was it? Game five. It was game, it was game five, I think. I I remember. I remember the they were going back. I think we were going back to Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So I think that made them that that gave the Knicks I think a a three two lead. Right. Then the Knicks and then the Bulls had to win their home, which was made it six. And the, yeah, they were gonna go home up three two. Yeah, so they were gonna go to Chicago up three two if they had won in in New York. But because they didn't win, they had to win at home to tie it up. Then come back and they lost to New York in Game Seven. You know what's crazy? Uh, that yeah. that that series. Provided a lot of great moments where we, we we know, you know, talk about '94 with, with Chicago and New York, the Pippen mm-hmm. bullshit foul. Um, game three, if I'm not mistaken, Game three, that's where Phil Jackson ran the play for Kukoc and Pippen wasn't having it, and he sat yes. out. Yes, and then Kuko hit. The, I mean, hit the game winner. Yeah, yeah, I, I, which was which is, and then you see Steve Kerr just his hand staying in the yeah. air. Yeah, I remember it like it was yesterday. I. I understood why Scotty got mad because they would. I, I don't know if Phil would have done that if Jordan was there. That's why you know Pippen was looking at him like, if Michael Jordan was right here, we all know, mm-hmm. you know, the water boy knows, the commentators know, the 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 the, the cleaners know who's getting the ball. Right. So why, if I'm not Scotty Pippen, the MVP? I mean, if that was the year, I believe he was the MVP. Of the All Star Game, he was having an MVP MVP's type of season. Right. If I'm Scottie Pippen, I'm looking at him like, "What you mean I'm not getting the ball? What you mean you're giving it to Tony?" I understood his his frustration. I don't know about you sitting down and saying you're not gonna you're not gonna um, you know compete. I don't know, but I I, I got why he got upset. I, who wouldn't? So yeah, it was a lot of lot of stuff going on. But yeah, rest in peace, Craig Elo. Rest in peace, John Starks. You you did a hell of a job, but nah. And then and then uh, it was Game Six when um Scotty dunked it on Patrick Ewing. Remember that? Then threw him to the ground. Yeah. 
<laughs> tired, leaned on. That was crazy. Um, that was crazy. Then threw him to the group. That's it. Those were the those were the days where you, you know, I just want, sometimes I just want some spice. You know, like the other day when LeBron dunked on um, dude from Portland. Oh, uh, Nurkic. Yeah, I just wanted him to like. At least, like, put a hand in. I want to make like put a hand in maybe LeBron's face, or when he landed, push him. Like, you know, I want some spice. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted spicy when he. And then, these and then play. LeBron dunked it on, uh, damn near half the the Brooklyn Nets roster on Sunday, something like that. Well, that I mean, it's the Nets. Don't even. <laughs> I, I mean, n- next conversation, please. Jesus. But um, <laughs> circling back to to double nickel, so you know we. Chicago goes through that whole transition to get Jordan back, fifth game back. It's New York, and we all we all knew how the rivalry was between Chicago and New York in the previous years in the playoffs. And I mean, you watch that game now; like he he had a sense of urgency, like to prove to people, like, "Yo, I, I'm I'm back, but I'm not just I'm not a shell of my former self." Yeah, I missed a year and a half. But doesn't mean I can't play basketball anymore, I, and I can't be the man or the best player um, in the world. And I think he had twenty in the first quarter. He made just about every shot, and you you kind of tell he was in that rhythm. Like I- I'm coming for you, and by halftime he had like thirty five. So that means twenty twenty in the second half, and he didn't even shoot the game-winning shot. It was freaking Bill Wennington, of all people. Bill like, Wennington. He, he dumped We're it dumped. off, and, and it was back and forth, a great game, the atmosphere, which is something you don't get in New York now, which I, which I, I miss. Even though, even though I was not a Knicks fan back then, I was a big-time Bull fan back then, so I was happy he scored double nickel. But um, now there's T-shirts, there's, there's the sneakers, the, the double nickel uh, sneakers, and this and this, and everything is just... 55, 55, 55, and yeah. every time March 20th comes, if you're a big-time NBA fan, I'm pretty sure it'll be on NBA TV and whatever the case oh, may sure. be. But if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Michael Jordan's double nickel game. But what do you remember most from that game, and have you seen that game in a while? The double nickel, well, not recently, but double nickel, I, I had it on tape when boys and girls, there was something called VHS. Videotape, Google yeah. It. Yeah, Google it. Uh yeah, I had it. I had it on VHS, and I watched it from start to finish at least four or five times. And you're 100 percent right. When you it was a combination of I only saw this twice in the NBA um, with Kobe and Jordan, mm-hmm. and obviously it was two different scenarios. With Jordan, loss of his dad, going to baseball, then coming back. It was the year, the f- double nickel was the year after he lost to the Orlando, correct? Double nickel was the year he did lose after. to Orlando, the same year. Oh, it was the same year? Yeah, in the playoffs. Okay. Okay. So he was trying to find, he was trying to find himself. And yeah, you're right. That was, it was the, that Jordan, that Jordan, the year after he lost, the year after the double nickel was probably the best, one of the best Jordans that you've seen because he, had a point to prove. Same thing with Kobe after the, um, you know, the case in Denver. He's like, look, he went from eight to two four, and then that, you know, took him to no level. So just the game itself, uh, John Starks didn't make it easy. Don't don't get it twisted. And the Knicks, the Knicks weren't, you know, the Knicks aren't known for making anything easy on the offensive side. They're a defensive minded mm. team. Um, but I mean, Jordan was just. <laughs> 
He was just phenomenal. Fadeaways, um, fast breaks, um, you know, t- fading away from the double team. He was doing everything. He was everything was clicking. Like that was the game where it was like, okay, like if he plays like this, the bull, you know, the Bulls may have something this year. And of course, so you know, Orlando did Orlando what Orlando did. But I was yeah. highly impressed with the. I was highly impressed with the de- determination that man had coming back. Oh yeah, and plus you know him him wearing the four five was very intriguing and. You see him scoring 55 points, but you would think in a traditional number 23 kind of style, it's like, nah, man, this is 50, 45 scoring 55. Like, and yeah, I think, he took that off real quick, though. He's like, I got back 23. All right, I'm so think Yeah, I think he took it off. I think I could be wrong. I think for the playoffs, I think that's when he. I, I think that's when he brought it back. If not, I know the following season, 96. I thought it was. I thought it was the following season. I thought it was. I, I swear, I saw him. I remember him. Remember he he lost the ball to Nick Anderson. I remember his jersey oh, being forty five. Yeah, I remember his. Yeah, I remember it being forty when he was trying to dribble up court and he lost the ball and they lost. Yeah, the, they lost Game Six in Chicago. Then he saw Horace Grant being held up by Shaq and Penny, and he was like, "Okay, <laughs> all right." That's why they came back and swept the Magic the following year. Oh yeah, that was. That was gonna happen, and I believe. If, wait, so wait. The, the follow was was the following year the seventy two and ten team, yeah. or was the year after that? The following year was seventy two and ten. <laughs> exactly. You're like, all right. I came back. I did not win a championship. You ripped me again in the semifinals. Uh, we lost four two. Good job, but uh, I'll be back. And that's what happened. Dogs came back with a. Vengeance. vengeance he said i'm not taking a night off until i win the championship <laughs> from october to june exactly. i'm coming for all your necks until <laughs> i win the chip like that is unbelievable but yeah rest in peace john stars rest in peace uh craig Elo. <laughs> and uh you know hopefully they're still not having nightmares um on to something more current so again for those who haven't checked it out or never seen it go check out jordan scoring 69 against the cavaliers and jordan scoring 55 the double nickel game against the knicks both on march 28th 1990 and 1995 um so i'm kind of kind of packaged three things in together um so stephen curry's likely going to be out until maybe after the first round, I'm pretty okay. sure. I'm pretty sure they'll get past the first round. That's what Steve. That's what Steve Kerr was saying that Curry yes. won't. Curry won't play in round one. Curry's gonna try his best to play in round one. Um, the Rockets are out there balling. They're winning damn near every game. They they look great. Could this be the year that you know? Yeah, with the injuries, that this could be the year that the Rockets can crack through the Warriors' shield, get to the NBA Finals, and not only get there, but, but can win it all. Only the de- only dependent on the injury to Stephen Curry. Well, first and foremost, if I'm Steve Kerr, I'm not playing Steph until... He said first round, absolutely not. Yeah, we're not even... If I could get away with not playing in the second round, I'd do it. Because without stepping, I'm winning a chip. Now, 
in terms of um, Kyrie, um, now, you know, that's a whole different ball of wax. But if we're talking about, um, you know, Golden State Warriors with Draymond and Clay Clay and Kevin Durant, they'll be fine for one round. Um, do you think that they'll lose in the first round? Who, the, Without war- the Warriors? Yeah. Um, If you give me a second, I, w- I want to see if the playoffs started today. I heard it was Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken. I think if it, I heard the if Golden State Warriors play Minnesota if the playoffs started if, today. If they do play Minnesota, give me one second. Right now, Golden State will play Utah, and I think they can be. <laughs> I think they can be Utah without Curry because as long as you got Durant, uh, Thompson, oh. and 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 Draymond there. I think you can get by Utah at at as long, at, at as best long, six games. As long as you have them, and as long as Rudy Gobert is starting, you'll be fine. You'll be fine because you're not beating the Golden State Warriors with Rudy Gobert starting. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. Like you're not going to be able to. He, you're going to have to sit him. He's not going to work. You're going to have. He's going to be a liability on defense. You, he's coming all the way out to the three point line. To, to defend a three-point shot? Hell no. You don't have to sit him. So he'll, they'll they'll be fine. It's the Boston. It's the Boston. Uh, you know Kyrie Irving's injury, which has me a little. Uh, hmm. So now, if if Ky- let's say Kyrie doesn't come back until until round one, let's say he misses round one. Right now, Boston will play Milwaukee in round one. Boston could beat Milwaukee without Kyrie because they're disciplined. They're smart. They you think play so? together. Say again. You think so? That they, 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 they yeah. can beat Milwaukee. I, I think it, seven games. Uh, I think. I think. I think. Um, Brad Stevens has them playing like a college team in the NBA. Mm-hmm. They all know their roles. They go about. I mean, they. I mean, when even when they're not healthy, they live. They he plays everyone. Like he'll he'll play everyone, even if they're not healthy. He um, has a team. That even without Kyrie can get out the first round, second or third, probably not. But it's it's Milwaukee, so you know uh, when you whether you're talking about Greg Monroe, you're talking about Al Horford, you're talking about um, you know those two. Everybody else is pretty much you know we don't know what um, not Jalen Brown. What's the other the boy from Duke? Uh, Tatum. Tatum. We don't know what playoff playoff basketball is going to look with Tatum. You know, playoff basketball is different. It's a lot more aggressive. Things slow down. It's a lot more, a lot more hand checking, a lot more holding. You know, he's a rookie, mm-hmm. so we got to see. That's the same thing with no Jalen Brown's not a rookie, so he's a rookie. So uh, Tatum. So we're going to have to see. So it's going to be very interesting. But again, I think uh, Golden State easily could gamble and try to uh, win two. Two playoff series without mm. Steph, so he could be fully healthy to go against Houston, or uh, I, or obviously Cleveland if he come if they come out the East. Now, but if, that's I, very if, if I said Golden State plays, because if we see these records, it's so, so yeah, it's like tight. two, it's like with two or three game, two or exactly. three, uh, two or three games separate them. Yeah. So if you had Golden State against Minnesota round one, how confident are you without Curry? 
or San Antonio or the Pelicans or the Thunder. This is from four to eight. How, um, not even Portland at number three, but let's say from Portland, OKC, New Orleans, San Antonio, Utah, Minnesota. If you're the if you're Golden State, which one are you worried about more? If you if Curry can't go in round one, Portland, the Thunder. Thunder. <laughs> the Thunder. I mean, the I don't think OKC is going to eighth, but you never know. It's only two, two, two and a half games out, two games out from being eighth. Who's this? The Thunder. Yeah, right now they're fourth, but from from from, from, from yeah. three down, it's it's tight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I don't, I don't, I know for a fact Steve Kerr's like, bro, anybody except the Thunder in the first round, please. Because you have the advantage the Thunder have is Westbrook, one. And two, uh, you have Paul George, who more than likely will uh, stick to Kevin Durant, and that's it. Um, so it's going to be very intriguing if they see each other, Golden State. And thunder, but this Houston hoopla is getting a little ridiculous. Yeah, they won sixty games, but they played in a regular season. God bless you. Round of applause. Great job. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Harden in the last two or three seasons have Harden's going to be the MVP this year. Yeah. Okay. I would say in the last two years he's been in the conversation. The last two years, he's been in the conversation for MVP. But last year, he was definitely in the conversation. And obviously, the, the MVP went to um, um, it went to Westbrook. Westbrook and no? Le- Westbrook last year, and, and Curry in yes. 2016. Yeah, so it went to right. So it went to Westbrook last year. Yeah. Um, in the playoffs, he disappeared. I don't know what James Harden is going to show up in the playoffs. So a lot of these Houston fans jumping up and down like, ooh, this is our year, this is our year. Slow down, pal. Slow down. When things start getting tight and James Harden's going to have to play some defense, what are you going to do? Like, it's all fun and games when you're out scoring people. That happens in a regular season. But Mr. Mike D'Antoni knows more than anybody, just because you have a running gun team doesn't mean that works in the playoffs. Right. I.e. Phoenix versus San Antonio. Circa Dan and Danto- Mike D'Antoni having a squad on Phoenix and could score literally at will. But because of, you know, some circumstances here and there, but quite frankly, just aggressive defense didn't work. So Houston fans, I, I have you on notice. I'm watching you guys. I'm- I just want to make sure you guys are just staying, staying the course and just realizing that um, James Harden disappeared last year, so it may happen again. Just so, like, just like um, your boy in Toronto, Lowry. Kyle Lowry. I don't believe. I don't believe in him. Regular season, he's great. Come playoffs, he disappears. So I don't know. So let me ask you this: If if the Rock hypothetically, if the Rockets get to the finals and the Cavs get to the finals, what 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 are the chances you have for Cleveland? Um, Winning against the Rockets, or do you feel like the Rockets, whoever comes out of the West, is going to be your NBA champion regardless? Whoever comes out the West is the champion. Oh, okay. Whoever comes out the West, whether it's so, whether it's you know Golden State or Houston, like Cle- Cleveland has no 
no answers. Either or. They so have no, no, answers. no chance against the Rockets or the Warriors for, for the Cavs, you're saying? No. No. They don't. They don't have enough scoring punch. And they don't play defense. Even the new team, Cleveland. Even the new Cleveland, de- de- the Cleveland team. I don't think they play defense well enough to justify me saying they're going to slow down Houston or Golden State. Now, I mean, Rodney Hood just came back. A couple of guys came back. Uh, Kevin Love. You know, these guys. Mm. These guys literally have. They haven't really played played together. Tristan Thompson just came back too, as well. Right. They haven't really played with each other. So we're expecting this Cleveland team to gel, play well, and play well enough so they're going to be able to uh, win a championship? I don't know. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. Uh, Philadelphia, who is now in the playoffs, they're only a game behind Cleveland for third. So I love, Phil- I love Philadelphia. Philly can Trust be the Yeah, Philly can be third. I, I I don't I don't know, but if they they can get they can they can go past the Cavaliers right now. Cavaliers are third. They're playing um, Miami. Um, Philly is fourth right now. So if 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 the playoffs were today, Philly would get Indiana, which I think would be a dope series. Cleveland, Washington. You know, I think John Wall got to come back to make it more exciting. Boston, Milwaukee, and, and Toronto, Miami would be your, your opening round if everything started today. But I, I like I like what Philadelphia is doing. They potentially have the rookie of the year, which I think should be Cole between him, uh, Simmons, and Donovan Mitchell from Utah. I, I, I just That's fair. Yeah, I think I think that should, it should be a Cole because they yeah. couldn't they couldn't decide between Jason Kidd and Grant Hill. They should be able. They shouldn't need to decide between these two. Exactly, and you know if they if they do that, oh well, you know Philly made the playoffs, but Utah, I think Utah will make the playoffs. So I, I think you 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 gotta go Cole, rookie of the year. They're both doing well. Yeah, you gotta scoring. go. I agree with that because these yeah they they're both doing exceptional. But I, I like I like Philadelphia. I like the I like the the inside out between Embiid and um, the six foot eight freak. Um, as well as, uh, I mean, listen, the, the new guy just came and scored some points, right? The uh, the guy that got shelved, um, the rookie. Markel Foltz. Foltz, the broken shooter. Yeah, the bro- I call him the broken <laughs> shooter. Um, yeah, he's he's starting to play too. So if maybe he pans out and Embiid and Simmons play well, hey, you never know. But what, what makes the playoffs so well, – what makes the playoffs in Philly? Why I like Philly for the playoffs because – you need somebody to draw double teams. And they have that with Embiid. Right. So as soon as, yeah, so as soon as he gets on the post, they could throw it to him and they're going to get a double. And then, you know, JJ Reddick, JJ Reddick and everybody else could have a field day. Or he could just slow down and step behind a three point line and just shoot threes as well. So I'm, um, it's, it's funny too. Now that I'm thinking about this too. Uh, how, how long has Embiid been in the league? Um, four years maybe. It's about four, it's about four years, right? Yeah. How he's been playing for only two. Correct. Right. Okay. And um, has he always had a three point shot? Not to my no, not to my knowledge. He he probably messed right. around with it uh, last year, but this year he got way better at it. Right. Right. I say all that to say Dwight Howard's been in the league for how long? Dwight Howard. And he, oh, and he oh four still can't shoot threes. 
I mean, Dwight, Dwight, Howard can't, Dwight Howard can't shoot a free throw, so you, you, you can't expect him to make a three. Jesus Christ. I mean, honestly. <laughs> honestly. Like, you got a rookie that just literally came into the league and has already leaped you in terms of uh, – not even. I can, go, I can go down a list, whether it's Anthony Davis, whether it's DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins said, oh, I need to shoot a three? I, I, need, to, I need a three-point shot? All right, no doubt. I'll get that for you. Like – what are we doing here? What is what is the way? Anyway, neither here nor So there. real quick, Philadelphia in the playoffs. Do you see them winning a, uh, a round? Or yes. Do you, or or yes, depending on, depending on who they play in round one. Right now, right now they would get Indiana. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Indiana. They'll be. I think they can beat Indiana, and I think they can beat. Uh, if it's not Indiana, who else, who else could it possibly be besides uh, if not Indiana could in terms be of Washington? Receiving. Could be. Oh, they they could be Washington. Yeah, they could be Washington. All right. Let me... Be, and let me let me tell you something too. Let mm-hmm. me tell you something. John Wall coming back may not be a good thing for that team. Really? Because John literally, John Wall leaves, and all of a sudden you got this this little chitter chatter. Oh, you know, we're better team without him. Oh, we, we, we were great passers. Oh, we share the ball. You, you think John Wall didn't hear? John Wall heard all of that. Yeah, and you, might, you to, might win a couple come. games, but you might win a couple games. But if, if, if you're going to win a series and, I got, and you got to beat the same team four times in a week and a half, you need John Wall on that roster. Oh, you they're going to need, need John, John Wall. Wall. I just don't the think the, the chemistry is going to be the same. It's not going to be the same. Like, this is a guy. This is a guy that bought his whole team Rolexes for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 they, and, they, and they talked team. about him. Say again. And then you know he buys him the, the 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 watches, and they say they play better without him. I don't know, man. Don't it's know. out of control. I don't know. But yeah, no. Uh, Washington. Um, yeah, they're not gonna have the same chemistry. Indiana's gonna be out in the first round. I believe Philadelphia is gonna do well. They're gonna go. They're gonna get at least get to the second round. Mm. I believe. Um, um, listen, Ben Simmons is a three point shot away from from being LeBron. I, I mean. A three-point shot and a jump shot. I think a jump I think, shot and a three-point shot. He's literally LeBron, six foot eight, two and change. Because they showed a when Philly beat Cleveland in Cleveland. Did you watch that game? Yeah. There was a sequence where LeBron was trying to get the ball on the wing from Ben uh, Ben Simmons guarding him, and it was an inbound play. And they threw it. They tried to lob it over to LeBron, and Ben Simmons was like, "No, no." I'm 6'8", bro. Like, you're not going to bully me like you bully these other guys. LeBron looked and was like, oh, I didn't. My bad. I didn't think he was that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think it's intriguing to have Ben Simmons as tall as he is, as long as he is, being the point guard and being able to, uh, you know, facilitate. It's going to be interesting. I mean, it's the same thing you could say about Giannis. If, if Giannis had a more c- consistent ju- uh, jump shot, he could be more like, like, like LeBron, too. Giannis is, oh man, Giannis is one jump shot away from being all world. Wow. Like all, all world. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping he develops it this, this, this off season. Comes back with Jabari and they do work. I'm hoping. We'll see. Uh, real quick before I let you go. Um, a, lot, a lot of college guys are coming out 
of you yes. know, to for the draft. We got Michael Porter, Trey Young, um, the uh, the kid from Arizona, Aiden. Yes, um, Aiden. Mm-hmm. So you know me, D. I'm I'm a Nick okay. fan. We do we need uh, do we need more of a three than a guard? If Trey Young is there for us at at whatever number we have, knowing that we have Trey Burke and Frank Nilakina and whoever else on the roster, and do we take a do we take another guard, or do you think that if possible a, a, a two slash three is the way to go for the Knicks uh, for the NBA draft? Because I, I, I think a three. If the guy Bridges comes out, I think that's the position that I've been telling you for a while that we need. Aside from aside from a, from a point guard, the Knicks need a, a wingman kind of three. They got Hardaway. They got Porzingis. They got Cancer. They might keep Trey Burke at the guard. Um, and, and also, Moutier is there. Um Frank Nilakina is there, so there's a, a log jam at 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 the at the point guard. So the, the only position that they need helping is the three. So I think when it comes draft time, hopefully they don't mess it up. That yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah. But if a three is out there, they should go get that three, whoever it is. Listen, uh, you know I don't want to burst your bubble. I love you. I love you like another brother. Oh man. Listen, um, you have Trey Burke who dropped 40. Um, 42 and 12. 42 and 12. 12 assists. That's right. Listen. But they the lost. Guy is showing, the guy is showing some flashes, right? Okay. Nella Keenan never showed me that. That's just fair, right? We're talking about talent advisors. Uh, talent advisors. Whoever's, whoever's advising on the talent, I have no idea who, is, who it is because... The conversation is the question is who do you want to draft? And it's Bridges. Bridges is not going to be that low, I don't think. You're talking about ninth or tenth. I mean, if the Knicks can keep on losing, they can get a little higher. I I think they can't go low as nine. Well, yeah, ninth or tenth. They're not Bridges is going to be gone by then. And then if you're talking about point guards, if you're not drafting, uh, if you're not drafting the dude from Alabama. Sexton, I think his name is. If you're not drafting him, yeah, um, and you're not getting trade, um, you're not getting um, the rookie uh, the, from from Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Trey Young, Trey Young. If you're not getting, if you're not getting them, those guys, it's like a lot of folks were. A lot of folks are trying to talk smack about Trey Young being, uh, being short, being, um, you know, kind of when you get aggressive with him, he's not going to make it work. Listen. This is the league of you can't touch nobody. He'll be fine. You technically in college you can in college you can be way more aggressive in college than you can be in uh, uh, in basketball. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know I think he'll be fine. But the the moral of the story is the New York Knicks in terms of talent evaluation um, haven't hit hit a home run since it went from Patrick Ewing to Porzingis. That's in terms of draft. Patrick Ewing, Porzingis. So whoever's analyzing your talent, I don't know what to tell you, bro. But they're 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 off. So you know, if if I was if I was drafting, if I was drafting, right? 
if I was drafting, I'd probably just pick up um if and then it's a matter of seating, where the seating is. So mm-hmm. maybe yeah. I mean I gave you all your options. I just in terms of the Knicks, I just feel like they're they're just piss poor in terms of their decision making when it comes to drafting anyway. Now if the, if they get a top five, which I highly doubt, then it's a you know it's a whole different ball game. You also got Marvin Bagley coming out from from Duke, so it's a lot of a lot of talent. Porter, like I said, from Missouri. Um, as long as they don't make a choice that makes every Nick fan at home say, like, what was that? You know, like Weiss. You know, even last year, people questioned. You know, Nilakina. He's a he, he's a nice player, but when you have. Donovan Mitchell out there. You have a whole bunch of other guys out there. You're like, eh. That's where, that's the problem, Andy. How did they miss Donovan Mitchell? Don't get me wrong. I mean, I didn't see the explos- explosiveness. But you, but you know it, what it is, too? There's no guarantee Donovan Mitchell would have been that great on New York. Like, it's the system. It's the coaching. It's the culture. Him in Utah fits. If the Knicks would have drafted Mitchell at that same spot, who knows you know, I, 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 you know, I that's like Mitchell. Fair. That's fair, but but that's how fair, well but would he have succeeded in New York? That's the question. Yeah, but talent is talent. So I mean, even with KP, I thought KP when I first saw the tape of KP, I said, "Oh, okay." In practice, he looks like he's tough. Let's yeah. see what happens in games. That was the first thing I think I told you. I was like, on on film, the practice film that we that everybody had. Uh, I was like, "Oh, it's practice. No one's defending him. He looks pretty good." Yeah. Let me see what he does in games. And then in games, he was okay for his rookie season. So, you know, you just got to show me flashes of brilliance. And I didn't see, you know, with Nelikina, I was like, okay, well, let's wait till the season. Let's see what happens. And nothing. And then that could have been the draft, you know, Phil Jackson's last draft pick, if I'm not mistaken. That could have been it. Yeah, and then plus, they, they got to figure out, I doubt they do, but they got to figure out who's going to coach I don't think Hornacek is coming back next year. So that's I'm a whole. Of, I'm hearing rumblings of Mark Jackson. I seen Mark Jackson. I seen David Blatt, Doc Rivers. It's, it's a whole plethora of people that we always go through. Every two years, we go through a different coach. So hopefully, well, you know, the well, next guy pick. Just, 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 as, just as a heads up, FYI, the last time the Knicks had a black coach, they went fifty four. They won fifty four games, and I think lost in the second round of the playoffs. Is that correct? And and won their division too. And won their division. So my my um, suggestion is to go after Mark Jackson. I'm with it. Costs. Um, I'm with it. Write the write the blank check like you know James Dolan normally does because I think he he may be still paying Larry Brown. He may be still paying Larry Brown, Mike Woodson. Um. Dude from um, Golden Derek State, Fisher. assistant coach, Derek Fisher, and the dude from and the dude from no, he wasn't there. No, no, no. So you're right. It's three coaches: Derek Fisher, yeah, Mike Woodson, and Larry Brown. They're still getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> They're um, still getting paid from the Knicks right now to this day. God bless them. Ooh, God bless them. Hey, thank, yeah, th- thank, thank their agents. You know, for oh, doing that. Just, Blank. When you talk about the Knicks and blank check, blank check. I mean, um, you know, once again, the, the I, I like the draft. I like some of these players. Alton's going to be a problem. I mean, oh, yeah. it looks like from what I'm seeing, it looks like he is like already Anthony Davis right now. Oh yeah, the guy from um, Arizona. Yes, he's Anthony yeah. Davis right now. Seven foot, 
can run the floor, can dribble, can shoot like a guard. I'm like, okay, this guy. So maybe Phoenix, you know, Phoenix might win some more games next year. Yeah. Um, if he goes number one to Phoenix. I mean, yeah, him, but, and, him and Booker. Okay, now we're yeah. talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely, definitely a turn. Um, but other than that, I think him and uh, uh, Bagley are probably the two guys that I see. Um, you know what? There was some mid. There was some college games I watched while I was looking at some of these mid major guys, and I was like, oh no, he could play. He can play in the league. Um, so there are a couple of guys that are intriguing, but we'll see, man. It's it's all about it's all about seeding and where where these guys land. So exactly. Um, again, you can follow me on Twitter at Randy J Cruz R E N D Y, the letter J C R U Z, and you can follow my man Denicio on Twitter and Instagram at Denicio Shoots. You can find the podcast on both SoundCloud.com slash Cruise Control Podcast. And you can download, rate, comment, um, subscribe on iTunes. Again, download, rate, comment, subscribe on both SoundCloud and iTunes. Denisio, always a pleasure, and I know we'll chop it up next week. Thank you so much, Rand. Appreciate it. All right, man. Take it easy.